This is Eric and Jordan from My Brothers and I. I'm Vince. I'm Boyd. This is Josh from Adverse Effects. This is Zanny, Rebecca, and Katie. And we are The, the Cabin, Cabin Project. Project. This is Travis from the audio sequence. I'm Jason Amare, and you're listening to Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX. Sounds of PDX on PRP. You are listening to Portland Radio Project on 99.1 FM. This is Sounds of PDX, and from 7 to 9, uh, I am your host, Luke Neal, and I have special guests, Just People and Sarah Wilde, in the studio with us. Thank you for joining us. Oh, hey, thanks for having me back again. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Close friends of the station. Scott, how are you? Oh, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> um, and not all of Just People, I should clarify. Uh, we've got Peter joining us a little bit later as well for the second hour. Be a lot of, a lot of, a lot of boys to fit in the room. That's right. It's a lot of men for this room, all right? <laughs> but it's a bigger room. Welcome to the New Day Center, our new, our new home for Portland Radio Project. Woo-hoo. It's a pleasure to be here. You have a beautiful space here, Luke. I know. Well, we had basically names with your uh, or chairs with your names on them at Tiffany Center. Oh, so. yeah. yeah, we were getting we were getting up there. I like well, it. We still are. <laughs> still climbing. <laughs> I really dig it. Well, we've got you here because we are talking about this Saturday's show at Dante's Heroes and Villains. Tons of amazing stuff tonight. We are talking about collaborations, and I'm going to kick things off with. I think it's probably one of the most notable and best collaborations of all time. This is Under Pressure by Queen, featuring David Bowie. Under Pressure by Queen here on PRP.FM. I have Just People and Sarah Wild in studio representing Just People is Scott Gilmore. Um, we are talking about collaborations. And Scott, I want to ask you first, because you brought in that last song, uh, what are some of your memorable early collaborations that, that you can look back on? Oh, my. Uh, you know, some one that... Um that really comes to mind here is a, a song that I did with Worth. Uh, it, I'd say it's like three or four days ago, and it still hasn't. We haven't like moved forth with it at all. But uh, I was going over to his house. We, were, we, we had set a plan to write a song together, and I, my van's tire just popped, popped, pulled over to the side of the road. Uh, for some reason, in my infinite wisdom, I, I saw the van sticking out into the street, and I thought, I need to get this further over into the road. <laughs> and so I drove it like into a ditch. Okay. So now I no longer like, could even change the tire on the van. <laughs> it was that far back. So you know, Christopher came and met me halfway, and he's like, we're going to write the song. We're just going to hang out here. We're going to wait. So we waited in the car. We chatted. Eventually, uh, AAA came, pulled the van out, uh, made fun of me for driving it into the ditch in the first place. <laughs> Sure. Which was well-deserved. Uh, changed the tire, because I had a spare, and we drove back to his house, and uh, we wrote a, wrote a song there. And it's, I'm, I'm hoping that one day we move forward with it. I think we ended up calling it uh, Oh Holy, which kind of has a d- <laughs> double, double meaning there. I love but it, that. But uh, it was uh, back when he was at the Rue de Doux, and he had this beautiful grand piano, and so we kind of wrote, wrote the song on that. And, and uh, maybe one day it'll reach the, reach the light of day. Um, so since we're talking about collaborations, we're going to be getting back to the PDX Spotlight playlist. Uh, Sarah, I didn't know these two did a collaboration, and I know Zach Brown is like one of your favorite artists, but I didn't know he did a track with Avicii. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, as most musicians are, I have like a love-hate relationship with EDM, but like sometimes I just really love it, and I really like the stuff that has like melodies and words, and like makes like there's just something about like when that beat builds that you, even if you don't want it to, it like makes you feel something. And I've like been in festivals where I was just like, this is the best thing ever. (laughs) Um, And so I, you know, I'll uh, every once in a while. I'll like listen to that kind of stuff but um 
this track is actually so it's on Avicii's album and it, it's it's a, actually a really good song and yeah, it's it got is. like a good it's got a good melody and the video's got a like nice little uplifting message and um you know his voice is just so good so you can really can kind of mix it with anything i really like when like musicians collaborate with edm because it does kind of like i know lana del rey kind of got famous that way too mm -hmm. you know um and so i don't know like i'm i'm not opposed to it i think it's kind of cool and I, I like hearing different versions of songs anyway so and what's so cool about this is avicii used a really cool almost like foot stomp pre-Delta Blues, Bayou-type um, thing that it evolves into in the end. I really dig it. And Zach Brown's voice is, is just perfect. Uh, here it is, Broken Arrows. It's Avicii featuring Zach Brown Band here on Sounds of PDX. That is Troy Sivan here on Portland Radio Project. We're talking about collaborations. I wanted to give listeners a taste of, of the Villain EP right now. We're going to play back-to-back -back tracks. We're going to play double and let you go. And you did something really, really cool on social media this week. I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. Uh, I think it was yesterday, the day before, you sent out an extremely detailed uh, thank you on social media to your um, co-producers, your band, mixing, mastering. So let's talk about that. Your co-producers are JLR Audio Productions. Who, who did that for you? So that's Janot Lewis Roland. He's also the one who did my first album. Um, and I should clarify that the tracks I sent you didn't have the full names of the songs on them. Okay. So Double Dippin' is the first okay, one we're going to hear. I like just realized that. I was like, oh, man. Um, so and the rest good. <laughs> yeah, uh, You Never Told Me is the other one down there. That's just You Never. Okay, got it. Yeah, <laughs> that's my bad. Um, but at least, you know, this time I actually remembered to put all the credits on the back. Last CD, I forgot some people, and I felt really bad. So I made I got it double and triple checked. Anyway, Janot produced, um, and I, I say that it was co-produced by my band The Watch because they wrote all their parts and we really we really built out all of these songs together before we ever set foot in the studio and so they really get a lot of production credit there too because they started as bare bones melody lyrics and guitar chords and my band is the one that turned them into what they are. And we'll give them a shout out. Um, the the watch is Everett Carlson on guitar, Aaron Schur on bass and Matthew Lewis Roland on drums. Um, so when you're looking at a record like this and now it's said and done and it's in the in the bag how do you feel about it i mean you're basically debuting the product this weekend yeah yeah i am i'm i'm kind of ready to like move on to the next chapter i think it's like it's ready to be born it's ready to get out there and you know like we've talked about this before that i've kind of been working on this evolution as an artist and you know a year just a year and three months ago i released my first album which was completely different um, and so over the last year, I've been kind of honing in on like what Sarah Wilde is starting to mean and, and what that means. And I feel like we talked about this off air a little bit, but I feel like this is like a stepping stone. It's like the next step. And I, I've been really feeling lately like I'm super excited to start the next step and just really seeing seeing what it could be. Um, this is a bit of a mishmash and a bit of you know scattering of genres. And it was kind of me like testing a bunch of things out and seeing what felt best. And I think I have kind of an idea in my mind of what feels best. And so like really building that out is what the next step will be. And I'm excited for that. I'm glad fans can hear it right now, but be sure to get your copy because it is Sonic Gold. I had my headphones on in the studio this week enjoying it. So thanks for the early listen. Yeah. If you like what you hear, this is Double Dippin' and Let You Go from the Villain EP here on Portland Radio Project.
two tasty new tracks off of the Villain EP from Sarah Wild, which will be released this Saturday at Dante's at the Heroes and Villains uh, show. Man, two amazing tracks. The talk board lit up for you. Carol says, love, love, love. Well done, Sarah. Aw, thanks, Carol. That's so good. Um, I wanted to talk to you real quick, Scott. We were just talking to Sarah about her EP. How is life after Monolith, the latest Ah. Just People record? You know, life is grand. It's it's busy. It's busier than I feel it's it's ever been. Um, I tend to be uh, kind of the object in motion stays in motion type of person, and so with Monolith coming out, with all the things going on with Just People, with the music with Fox and Bones, with heading to Europe with Fox and Bones soon, it's every day is packed. And almost to the point of it being too much, like I'm really teetering on the edge of having almost too much to kind of juggle because, you know, with creating Fox and Bones with Sarah in this last month, it's been, you know, new songs, recordings, um, uh, album artwork, uh, logos, websites. And so now it's in a way it's like, like both of these, both Just People and Fox and Bones require that kind of upkeep and require that kind of attention, and which is something that I absolutely love. Like I love putting work and effort and, and time into projects. It's what I think keeps me more than anything sane is feeling like I'm, I'm working hard and putting some, and like creating a labor of love. Uh, but there also comes a point when, you know, if you've been doing that for 10 or 11 days straight, there needs to be more time for rest as well. So it's, mm-hmm. an, it's a very intriguing balance. And it's something that I'm is really this this tour this european tour is really is exciting me because it's going to be a completely different like it's going to flip this script because you get in these habits of 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 creating things and upkeep and almost it becomes it becomes a routine instead of a labor of love and so this fox and bones european tour is going to be absolutely incredible are you going to be playing any just people tracks on the road there you know we sarah and i have developed a pretty sweet uh, acoustic set that we've been working on. I think when we're about a month out, we're going to really dive into what we're trying to create, the sound that we want to create, the the songs that will be in our repertoire while we're on the road. So there'll definitely be a few of the of just people tracks that that make their way over. There'll be a few of uh, if she gives yeah, her blessings, some Sarah Wild tracks that <laughs> that that are over there as well. And um, so you know, I think everything everything is open, everything is open, but it's it's. You know, playing music really has to come from the heart. So it's the songs that that inspire me, that like lift me up and make me feel whole, are the ones that I, that I'm drawn to, and the ones that I'll that I'll be drawn to playing while on the road or or in Portland here. I think your project, Just People, is also a, a different example of collaboration. Every band loves to play to the fans, but you really have this tight connection. I mean, it's a it's a party every time at a Just People show. I mean, that's a real collaboration. Absolutely. And and we all love each other. We love playing music together. And I think that's what that's held us together for nine years or so now is that we actually enjoy each other. <laughs> and so that hopefully comes out on stage. You know, we've played enough shows where where, you know, mistakes fall by the wayside and it's all about just being with each other. And that's something that that, at least in my opinion, allows the shows to be more fun because it's less about it's less about how rigid and tight and how you have to hit all your spots. But and it's more about just being with your friends and appreciating being with your friends, especially as everyone gets older and, and becomes more focused in their own individual drives and, and projects. The time that you get to spend with your friends becomes more and more valuable and and that's something i'm i'm really looking forward to is dressing up like a like a moron and <laughs> and be and playing some music for for my for and with my best friends 
That's fantastic. Yeah, I think that's too. Just people's created a culture where like the, pe- the fans feel like they're part of that too. Like I think because they all are close and they have tried to make it so much fun, like that's what brings people out. That's what keeps people interested is like that community and like knowing that like your friends are going to be at the show, you know, and that everyone's going to have a good time together and you're going to par- you know party with the band after and like it's just a really cool. I remember when I first stepped in and I came to the first show of theirs, their Monolith CD release. I thought it was really cool that like everyone knew the band members personally, but I think it was over time that people were fans first and then became friends or however that all happened. Sure. It's, it was just like a really, it's a really cool community that they've created. Well, we're excited. I'm going to hear, uh, we're going to play uh, one of the new singles off of Monolith that was recorded kind of in the neighborhood. Did you do Monolith at uh, Hollowed Halls? Yes, we did a lot of Monolith at at, uh, at Hollowed Halls. And, you know, Monolith has been a three-year project, so there's parts from back from Cloud City Sound. It's all been with Justin Phelps, so that's the one thing that kind of ties it all together throughout it all. But a uh, majority of it was at uh, Hollowed Halls, and you know, we couldn't speak more highly of, of the studio that Justin Phelps has has, uh, has put together and, and heads over there. Yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's some, there's some special music coming out of that place, and and hopefully uh, this song hold tight will be considered somewhere along that. Uh, <laughs> it is. Line. It is. Monolith is fantastic, and that's going to be played here in the second hour. Uh, before that, though, we have a selection that was brought in uh, by Sarah Wild, and I would say it's probably her most. If you'd pardon the pun, wild selection. Uh, it's Crying Wolf by ZZ Ward and Kendrick Lamar. What a cool pairing. I had no idea they did this, Sarah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is this is quite wonderful. What? How did you find out about this song? Um, I just, this, her album, her debut album, I've listened to on repeat for hours and hours and hours. And I've listened to it at the gym and I've listened to it in the car. And like, I was really, obs- I get like really obsessed with one artist at a time. And I just listen, like right now it's Dorothy. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I just listen to that and that only that all the time. And she was the one before Dorothy where I was just like only ZZ Ward all the time and uh but this song kind of like she's very rhythmic anyway and she kind of has that like R&B sound but then you know Kendrick Lamar just seems like he's doing everything with everyone and um and it works and it works yeah and this song and you know it's just kind of a yeah it's it's a cool it's cool dirty dirty type of song that's exactly it dirty and gritty this Mm -hmm. is Crying Wolf by ZZ Ward featuring Kendrick Lamar here on Portland Radio Project That's Maddie on here on Portland Radio Project, uh, R&B singer with him, Mark Foster. Uh, Maddie on's a, an instrumental uh, electronic band. Great collaboration, singer-songwriter with some electronic. Uh, but just before the break, we were talking to Scott Gilmore and Sarah Wilde because this weekend, Just People and Sarah Wilde have a show at Dante's, Heroes and Villains. And now's the time of the show I was just teasing, Scott. We're going to be listening to Hold Tight. Um, this was one of my favorite songs on Monolith when it was released this year. Um, so you guys are now re- releasing this as a single and rolling it out, right? Yeah, it's... Uh... It's time to to let it reach the public. <laughs> I love this song. What's uh, what are some of the uh, maybe stories you have behind this song? The first thing, I mean, anyone who hears this, the intro, um, I'm assuming that's Peter. Like, great guitar riff, super cool tone. Um, anyway, tell us the story behind this one. Yeah, you know, Peter and Jeff Pomerantz worked together on it. They uh, they bounced ideas back and forth. And I know one of the big things about this song is, and well, more about Peter, who will be here shortly for our live performance uh, at the end of the show is 
Peter strives for for intriguing music. He doesn't he doesn't allow uh, allow us to kind of settle for just the straight you know for four four chords in repetition. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you listen there with with hold tight, there's some there's some really strange uh, time signature things going on in it, and that's uh, that's a lot of Peter's kind of mojo that he brings to it. He, you know he wants to take something that that he's heard a lot and and give it its own unique feel. And that's that's something that is really prevalent in whole tight, but it also kind of has the sound that draws that draws you in as well. Uh, one of my favorite parts is uh, Steve uh, Amon added kind of this uh, keys sound to it that that brings it a little bit of a modern feel um, at the at the beginning of the track, and that yeah. is another thing that kind of hits you right off the bat. It's super catchy. This is one of the first songs I, I gravitated toward. Here it is, hold tight. request from Sarah Wilde. I think that's the only version of that song that that lives. That's Drink You Away by Justin Timberlake and Chris Stapleton. Sarah, thanks for bringing that in. Yeah, you bet. That was a uh, like a special performance they did at the CMA Awards like last year or two years ago. And yeah, it's it's on Justin Timberlake's album, the 2020 Revisited or whatever. He did like the second half of that 2020 experience. Um, so he he did release it as his solo song, but he brought that Chris Stapleton up with them and was that oh, at the CMAs or yeah 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 CMAs yeah too cool yeah, yeah. Really good selection and he, and Chris Stapleton is really really good I mean he's like one of those kind of like a Zach Brown where he's like this really gruff looking guy but he's got this like beautiful voice like angel voice and he's yeah he sings all these like gritty songs but he sounds amazing so let's, let's talk about JT as his friends call him <laughs> Justin Timberlake um, he's an artist that has done some incredible work both in the structured, you know, boy band arena, and then um, with Timberlake and and just a ton of producers. So since we're talking about collaboration, and you're releasing Villain EP on Saturday, I want to talk to you about the importance of collaborating with a producer. And this is, I think, would be a good lesson for musicians to to not have egos, because I think that's paramount, right? Wouldn't you say? Definitely. I think that for me, though, like. I've never brought a lot of ego into the recording room because I've I still consider myself very green. And so like especially on my first album, I went in being like, I don't know anything <laughs> and like everyone help me, you know, and I this has definitely been different this time. Like we came in with a plan and I knew how I wanted the songs to sound. But um, I still am very like I I wanna hear everyone's opinions. I want other people's expertise because I know that my if you would even call it expertise is like very limited at this stage. And so it's like, I'm going to take this as far as I can. And I actually, Janot, I really like working with him because of that, because he hears the song and it builds out in his mind and he gets this vision for it. And it usually would be the vision I had if I had a vision for it. You know what I mean? Like he kind of like, brings to life what I didn't even know that I wanted kind of Hmm. thing. And so working with other people has really helped me develop like, how I think about music and I know from the first album to this um, I definitely had a lot more of an active role in this in deciding what was going in and you know what sounded good and what didn't the first album I was like oh my god this all sounds amazing my music sound is produced and now I'm like so excited and you know like everything sounds good and not that it wasn't it actually did turn out really well that yeah. first album exactly how I would have wanted it to at, with my vision at the time but this one it was I was more hands on I, I you know I picked the players who I wanted to come in and um you know, I, I wanted a specific 
specific sound for each song. And, um, and yeah, working with Juno like took this limited scope that I had and it took that to then the next level. Um, so, you know, I haven't had a whole lot of opportunity to feel like ego come through yet. Cause I don't think that I have maybe the confidence to, to, for the ego to come through yet. I don't even see that <laughs> happening in the future. Like. Oh, it could, it could. Yeah, it definitely could. But, um, yeah, oh, you know, good. those are, those are good <laughs> thoughts. That's good. She hasn't been jaded by many producers. Yet, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in the first hour, we weren't graced by Peter Maricott, who's here now. Peter, thanks for joining us, man. Absolutely. Happy to be here with you guys in this cozy little studio. That's right. Welcome back to PRP. This is the first time I've, I've had you on my show. So uh, yeah. again, welcome, welcome. Uh, we're talking about collaborations and we're talking about obviously the show that's coming up uh, this weekend and we've got uh, um, some live performances coming up from you soon. But I want to talk about, um, and Sarah, this is open to you as well. What do you think makes a good collaboration for live shows? Um, I wanted to mention a couple weeks ago, um, Glasses and Coco Columbia did a show together at Alberta Street Pub, and they teased a cover, they, a Bjork cover they did online, and I just thought this is a genius marketing idea. So they teased it, and we went to the show, and everyone enjoyed this killer, like, one-off uh, duo that isn't going to happen at any, any other shows. So I think that's a really genius way of, of having a live collaboration with the other artists you work with. So how does that work in a show? You have so many options between marketing and songs. So how do you set that up and work with the bands that you want to play with? Um, well, I would kind of more address it by just like, why why do a collaboration in the first place? And you're you're looking for people that for other bands, other talents that have strengths that complement yours, you know. So when we play with Sarah, we get to ask her to do things that, you know, just people just either isn't capable of or they're not our strong suit. So she has this great, you know, loud, strong, powerful female voice. And just because of those merits, she can hit notes that are higher than notes that Scott can hit. So we're going to be doing a cover this a cover this weekend. Really yeah, yeah. Not, not to put down Scott's powerful female voice. Um, but it just enables us to, to cover more material or, or hit harmonies that aren't usually there, you know, to be our sound, but have her, you know, really, um, you know, take that to a whole other level. What do you think it is today to to work and market with a band like the business side of the collaboration? It's so important. I mean, back in the day before social media, wasn't I mean, you could hang up posters with the band and sometimes you wouldn't even meet them until the night of the show. How's that worked for you, Sarah? Because you've been a busybody this, this 2016. Yeah, I mean, it's well, OK, so actually one of the things I want to say that's cool, been coolest lately with social media and collaboration, um, I want to give a shout out to the audio sequence because mm -hmm. they are the best at promoting other people. Like they full on made a video about me and Haley Johnson's show. Like we didn't ask them to do that. There was no like we didn't ever talk to them about it, but they're really they're trying to create this culture of like musicians supporting other musicians. And I really been interested in this. And I know like Scott and I have talked about just like going to other people's shows more and like starting to show up. And my roommate, Charlie, McGowan of pseudo boss um is is wanting to kind of create this culture too of where like you know we should like especially in this scene like we should be each other's biggest fans and yep. we should like you know work to promote this other stuff and it it seems like it's a win-win because if you're tagging this other band you know you're getting in front of their fans and and then your fans are seeing them and all of a sudden people are like seeing and hearing and and, and having their everything be expanded and i think the same can go f for live shows i know that like um, 
you know, I play or I sing with them at prom with just people at prom. And this this Saturday, like I'll have a special collaboration during my set. And then, you know, we're collaborating on a song during their set. Um, and I think it has a way of of help, you know, especially for in my collaboration sense, like I'm hitting now a rap community that I wouldn't normally hit because they're going to come out and see this guy. And, you know, and then I'll just happen to be there. And so it's kind of cool. Like it's it, it just gives you the opportunity to expand your reach beyond what you could do on your own. And, um, and I think that I've, we've started to like create this really cool thing and have a lot of really cool other musicians around us that are on board for just like supporting each other. That's a music scene at its finest. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and uh, to dogpile on that a little bit, like the most valuable thing you can give is your support. And over the years we've ebbed and flowed with that. I think I think it's natural, you know, when you're in a band for a certain amount of time, like we've been going for nine years, like you have, you have hit points where you're like, oh, we've made it to a certain point, we can relax. And I think you, in a way you can't, you have to keep supporting your friends, you have to keep supporting the scene, you have to keep showing up. You can't, you know, you can't just lay back or else, you know, what happens to the project? And so the biggest thing that you can do is to support your friends, support the music around you, because we're all building each other up. Yeah. And that's that's what makes a truly successful and enjoyable scene is you're creating a space where you can meet with like-minded people to grow and help each other grow. And 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 collaboration is that is finest. And that's the, the ultimate part of it. When you can then bring your friends on to bring something that you, that you maybe not have or maybe not be able to provide in a set. So you bring up something really good. Like uh, there's a lot of cities around the country that wish they even had an opportunity to participate in a music scene like we have in Portland. And it's because of what Sarah said about audio sequence and because of the marketing and just the, the artist participation in, in Portland is, is pretty incredible. We're talking about your show and the EP release that's coming up at Dante's this week. Um, but I'm excited that you get to share this with your fans. I mean, the recordings are fantastic. I've, I've seen them live uh, multiple amount of times. And like I said uh, before we went on, I had high expectations and, and uh, it has fulfilled them. So uh, well done. It is fantastic. I'm going to play another track from the Villain EP from Sarah Wild. Um, this is uh, You Never Told Me. Brand new music from Sarah Wild here on PRP. new music from Sarah Wild. Uh, while the song was playing, Carol hit us up on the talk board and said, this is beautiful. I know I can't win since I'm family. So Luke, you know what I want for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> done. You can make and that happen, Carol. Done Absolutely. and done. We will hook you up. It is a fantastic recording. Uh, and we're going to play one more to, to close out the show. But before we do, I want to thank uh, Scott, Peter, and Sarah for being here. What a packed evening. So thanks yeah. for being here. Well, thank Milestones. you, Luke, for all the tireless efforts you put into the local music scene. And, and yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're cut above. You yeah. Know? yeah, thank you. Pretty agree. stellar. Definitely agree on that. And for putting up with us so many times. Like, it's why do you fun. keep inviting us back here? <laughs> I think we kind of invite ourselves. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely It's true. like we put our foot in the door. And it's one of our favorite of places. <laughs> I, uh... I think it was safe because I figured, you know, Peter's going to be there, but then <laughs> shows up an hour late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I did want to say, Sarah, it is um, the first time I interviewed you, Wild Heart Gypsy Soul was um, your only project, and I've seen you live um, evolve from Sarah V. Tour into Sarah Wild. And I have to say, the EP really captures your evolution. Um, it's, it's the perfect, like, uh, people can join you in that cocoon. I think is the best way to describe your EP. Once again, it's brand new music from Sarah Wilde here on Portland Radio Project. This is Villain. You've been listening to Sounds of PDX. Join me every Thursday night from 7 to 9 on PRP.FM and 99.1 FM on your dial.